Hello, and welcome to the Financial Emancipation Podcast. I'm your host, Malik Branch, and this is a podcast discussing the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Welcome back. Happy Monday, and welcome back to another week of this podcast. Today's episode is episode 136. Um, I can't believe, again, it's 2018, and we've been going through episodes, um, we started these episodes at the beginning of January and it's just like, wow, 136 episodes later, here we are. So I'm really excited about um, about just how the direction of the podcast is going. And I appreciate you guys sticking with me, listening. We're at this point over five, oh, excuse me, over 4,000 listens um, to the podcast. So I really appreciate you guys for listening, sticking with it. And make sure you share, share it with your friends, share it with your family, anyone who you think would be interested and learning more about the different ways from all aspects that we can free ourselves from the burden of, of finance, finances and get towards financial freedom, which is the goal. Today's episode is going to be a little more um, technical. Um, some of the most recent episodes, we've been kind of talking about things as they relate to poly, to, um, to finances on the outside. But today I want to talk about something very direct as it relates to your finances. And it's a discussion that we've had before. There have been a few episodes about it. um, And we're going to talk about retirement. So retirement is such a broad um, topic that it's very hard to just kind of talk about retirement in a 10 minute, you know, podcast episode. It's really challenging. If you kind of like... If you've, if you've been listening to the podcast from the beginning, you know that we've, again, I've done a few podcasts on retirement. If you want to talk, if you want to know about retirement, um, episode 21, we talked about retirement and like the beginning parts of the, of the podcast. We talked about why you should prepare, prepare for retirement. Um, there was another episode where we discussed why, um, when you should take money from your retirement, which was basically never, (laughs) um, and also talking about why you should, um, save towards your retirement. So there's been plenty of episodes early on, particularly about, about, um, retirement. And it's a topic that some people have given me feedback that they want to talk more about. Um, so episode 83 was the one when it so the question about when is the right time to take money out of your retirement. Um, so just go back and listen to those episodes on top of what we're going to discuss today. And I think I'm going to do a, a couple of more episodes about retirement because it's a very serious, um, serious part of your finances and a part of your finances that a lot of people um, put off thinking about until it's right in front of your face. And that's usually when it's too late. So to, to kind of contextualize the today's today's topic about retirement is that we are in a, we are in a situation, if you're a peer of mine, right, between 35 and 45 years of age or even older, you probably have, if you are blessed to have your parents alive, you have aging parents. You know, you have parents who are going towards the age of retirement. You know, they may be still working and and approaching that 60 to 65 to 70 years of age where they're considering retirement or they may already be retired. And it's important for you as the person who has about 20, 20 to 25 more years of working before you get in that position to watch what's happening with your parents as it relates to them retiring or even anybody else that you may know if your parents aren't alive or you're not, you know, in that you're not into their finances that deep, watch other people who are seniors who are going towards retirement. Um, Many people work a lot. um, They work hard and they believe that they've worked hard and they're going to retire when they hit their either 20 years or whatever the minimum age is. 
and and content keep in mind that there are continuous discussions in um in washington about raising the age of retirement um retirement the age has risen it used to be 55 then it was you know uh 60 62 um it could be 65 it could be 67 like this can happen and so keeping keeping that in mind is something very important because it, it impacts the conversation we're about to have so if you work a job and we've always gone through this if you work a job for which you are given um access to a pension meaning you contribute every paycheck to a pension that is basically run by the entity for which you work and they leverage your, they, they invest and leverage your money um, in a market somewhere. And by doing that, they guarantee that when you hit whatever age and milestones that are required for the pension, you will be able to withdraw from that pension, retire and get a monthly payment that will, you know, through the rest of your life, at the end, right? That is that is what a pension system is. The system um, is very much less volatile than a, particularly what a 401k is. So a 401k, similarly structured, um, is something that you can contribute to based on your employer um, who will then match whatever you contribute and, um, and be able to invest it. You're giving them responsibility of investing it. And they invest it in stocks and in the stock market, et cetera. And they, your money grows or it goes down, whatever happens. And then you are able to withdraw at the time when you meet the criteria of that. Now, the difference with a pension is that and why people like pensions, you know, a lot is because pensions are guaranteed, right? Um, well, at least they feel very much guaranteed. And for the most part, they are with, with few exceptions. But pensions are are much more guaranteed. People feel like, okay, I'm going to get that money because I work for a government or a large, large agency or something like that. Um, 401ks are not tied to one job. So you could leave one job. You could have, have invested in the 401k when you work here, left that job, went to another job, roll your 401k into another 401k at another job. So it's something that can travel with you, particularly around the, the contribution. So... That that's a little bit um little bit different, but a similar thought process, right? You the whole time you're working, you're contributing and you're you're contributing to this so that you can eventually retire and receive um a payment that will take care of you when you are a a retired person. So what happens is that that contribution has to come or has to occur throughout the time when you're working. And that is just one part of retirement. The other part of retirement is Social Security. And you're eligible for Social Security um, at the age of, I believe right now it's 62, um, but it could be 65 or 67 going forward. Um, And so you're eligible to receive the Social Security, which is also based on what you put in. Social Security, and every so often you get that statement that tells you how much your payment would be when you retire based on what you've put in now. Social Security is is absolutely based on what you put in and the amount that you put in. But understanding that even when you retire, right, whether it's a pension or a 401k, you are not getting the full value of your pay, right? You're getting something along the lines of 50 to 60% of what you earned regularly, you're going to get that in a retirement pay. So that means you have to make that money up. So when you go to retire, you have to, you retire knowing that you're going to end up, for the most part, most people end up with less income when they're retired as they did when they were working. To top that off, your contribution to your medical, this is a really important part because age usually brings with it illness. Your contribute your contribution to your medical 
changes when you're retired. So while you could have had a, a benefit system that was very good and you enjoyed it and it was like a low cost, once you're no longer working, you have to contribute to your medical at a much higher rate, if not totally. And at that point, that eats into the, the already less money that you have. And you have to consider that. You also have to consider that you need retirement investments because if you just have cash in the bank when you retire and something happens to you where you become ill or you are in need of long-term care, your family will have to forfeit all of that money in order to get you a lot of the care or you'll have to pay for it out of pocket. And in those instances, you will, you will be depleted of all that you've worked for mainly because you haven't really planned it out. You need a retirement plan. Um, retirement is such an, is such a, um, long thing away for most people. So they don't think about it, but you, you should never be working without contributing to your retirement ever. I don't care how much money you are making. You should always be contributing to your retirement. Think about what I'm saying. If you are forced to live, imagine right now, look around you in places where people are saying, you know, the rent is too high. These, this, and that. Imagine for older people who are living in these places where you're saying the rent is too high and all of this, where their income is then slashed by 40% based on retiring from work. They have medical insurance that they have to carry or medical bills that they have to pay. They still have to eat. They still have to live in the city that they live in. How does one do it? If you look at the numbers and the research, there's so much elderly poverty and a lot of it is not from people who are just poor because again, we all realize that when it comes to government assistance. If you are just poor, like as poor as you can get, there's a lot of things you can access. But there are working people, people who have worked their whole lives, 30 years, who are living in poverty when they retire. And that is sad. And that is what you want to avoid. And everyone thinks that won't be me. That won't be me. That could very well be you if you don't start to plan right now. You need to, one, you need to manage your own, your health, right? You need to do as much as you can to manage your health while you're up and working. You know, that's why we talk about self-care and all that stuff, because it's really important to try to extend the length of your health for as long as you can, because when you're retired or when, or when you may, you may need to retire before you're financially ready to retire, which is something else that sends people into financial peril at the end of their life. Um, and it becomes, and remember at that point, you become the burden of your family, the burden of your children, you become that burden because they, if you can't do it yourself. And if you want to avoid that and avoid having to be in a bind when you're, at, when you're at an age where you should be enjoying your life, then you have to plan for it now. You have to make plans for it now. You have to be willing to make some sacrifices now to contribute to your retirement. And I know what people say, you know, I, I don't want to take money and worry about that. I'll worry about that then. But it's retirement is not a thing where you can, okay, five years from the time you retire, you can change everything around and, and, and focus on retirement. It doesn't work that way. You know, again, these things are based on your contributions long term. They're based on the ways in which you've contributed throughout your whole working career. You can't just fix that two or three years before you're ready to retire. And that's when most people start thinking about retirement. So I can implore you all to think about retirement now. Consider what retirement looks like for you. What will you, do you want to retire and still be working? Do you want to just retire from the current profession you have? Do you want to retire and not work at all? Do you plan on retiring and moving? That's another thing. A lot of people who live in, in, in big cities will say, okay, I'm ready to go off and live in another place. But keep in mind, when you move, you have to consider all of that as far as what, you're, what you receive because benefits can be determined by the place where you live. So that's another thing that you have to be conscious of. Um, also care, health care, where will you get your care? What will your ailments be? 
can you move? You know, are these things, are these things that are going to be, you know, advantageous to you? You have to think about that now and think about where, how much money you're contributing. Some people are maxing out, you know, their, their contributions in order to make sure that they have the most money possible as contributed to their, to their retirement. And some people do the least amount thinking, okay, I need my money right now. And that's true. You do often need your money in the moment, but what it will cost you later on to try to fix that is something that, you know, is really, really detrimental to the health of your retirement as you see it, because it comes a point where you, you could be ready to retire, meaning mentally checked out, physically exhausted, and still have to work five more years. I can't imagine, I can't imagine what that does to your mental, what that does to you emotionally to have to go through that working a job physically when you no longer have the energy to do it and mentally when you're exhausted and, and tapped out all because you, you didn't kind of plan for your retirement. We don't want that. So I want you guys to start thinking about your retirement. Make sure you are contributing. Right now, if you're listening to this and you're not contributing to any retirement, could stop and go to your HR person today, your benefits person, and begin contributing to your 401k, pension, retirement system, whatever is offered through your job. And then you have to consider other ways in which you'd like to invest your money in order to make sure that you, you're able to retire. You know, it, it, it seems like something that's only for those, only for others. But just like financial freedom, we don't believe that. None of this is for others. This is for everyone. And it's less is that we have the opportunity now. If you're someone who's between 35 and 40 years old and you haven't been doing this, this is still a good time for you to start because you still have about 20 to 25 more years of working. And that's enough time for you to kind of make some adjustments, switch some things up and make some changes going towards your retirement. You have children who are going off to college and you have all these things. And I know you have responsibilities that make it so that you can't consider retirement going forward until all that's done. But trust me, by the time all of that's done, it's going to be too late to <clears throat> to begin thinking about retirement. So you want to start thinking about it now. You want to consider that when you're thinking about paying for their college, paying for their weddings, doing all these things. Consider that. Consider saying no to some of that in order to be prepared for your retirement so that you don't, you don't turn around and become a burden on those children when they're in the prime of their lives trying to live their lives so that you can be a self-sufficient retired person who can take care of themselves you know, and make sure that you are not becoming a financial burden to your young your children when they're trying to kind of elevate into the next stage of their lives. So this is something that we're going to continue to talk about. Put it on your mind, put it on your radar. The saddest thing you can ever think of is a person who's worked their whole life all to get to a point where either they physically can no longer work or there's just no more work for them and they retire and then they're living in such a drastic lifestyle change and or living in poverty. That is a shame of all shames. So investigate, even if you are contributing, go to your retirement benefits person, talk to them about what you do receive, understand your retirement now. So if there's more you should be contributing, you can do that. If there's more other things you should sign up for, you can do that. Understand it. Don't just think I'm contributing the money. I'm going to be good when it's retirement time. That is the falsest. That is the most false statement you could ever have. It is not the case. Talk to your parents about what it, what it is, especially if you have aging parents who are a couple of years out, out from retirement, bro broach the conversation, talk to them. Mom, dad, what do you have saved up? What is your 401k? What is your pension? What will you get? Talk to them because if it's going to become a problem for them, if they haven't planned financially for their retirement, that's going to fall on you. You need to know that right now. Open up the dialogue with your parents. Open up the dialogue with your aging parents about what their retirement looks like, what they may or may not need going forward. If it's a consideration about their home, should they sell their house? Should you all move in together? What should you do so that you're not hit with a, with a retired parent who now is becoming a financial burden on the family?
So I'm going to wrap this up today. Again, think about it. And again, if you, even if you're contributing to your retirement, today's a good day. Go to see your benefits person and just understand what your contribution and what your retirement for your company really means. Even if you don't plan on staying there, and if you're thinking, I won't be working there when I retire, go there, find out, see what's up. Thank you so much for listening today. If you have any questions for me, feel free to email me at Malik at the financial emancipation.com. Um, follow me on Facebook, Financial Emancipation. Follow me on Twitter at FIN Emancipation. And please head on over to the YouTube channel and subscribe at, at Financial Emancipator. That channel has been getting some really good traction. I put up some videos there. I'm kind of switching up the content by doing videos and the podcast. So head on over there, subscribe to the YouTube channel. And, um, and I hope you'll be back to, to listen to another episode as we continue to discuss the ways in which you can walk towards your financial emancipation, getting free from the burden of your finances. Have a great day.